Welcome to the Business Maestro with Kerry Wood, talking all things development, growth, team harmony, and getting the best for you out of your business. Every week, Kerry auditions industry leaders, business owners, and individuals who have increased the tempo on their business growth. For a direct line to Kerry, join the Business Ensemble on Facebook. Here's the thing. Kerry is straight up and straight down the middle. There may be some politically incorrect stuff coming your way. If you're into the no-bullshit type of learning, then this podcast is for you. Hey, welcome on board here. Kerry Wood, Business Maestro with the Auckland Centre of Business Excellence. And what a great day it is out there today. Beautiful day. It's hard to believe it's spring already. Actually, daylight saving starts soon in New Zealand. So, uh, you know, it's going to be a, a big day. Now, just as a heads up about this podcast, uh, this is Kerry Wood, the Business Maestro. Now, sometime in the next 20, 30 minutes, uh, something might be said that's a bit pointed or you might not approve of. So if you don't like it, now's the time if you're a bit uh, bit fluffy or a bit powder puffy to go somewhere else because we might say something you find offensive and this is the apology for that right now. But today is actually a spectacular day because we have um, one of one of New Zealand's finest uh, business coaches, business consultants, a lady who's been uh, helping business owners and people uh, throughout New Zealand, uh, working hard in the Wellington area uh, for a number of years, and, and she's a she's a world class in her thoughts of how you work with your head and how you work with your business. And for her to give us this time is indeed um, a blessing for me. So I'm really thankful for that. So I take the opportunity to welcome to the Business Maestro's podcast all the way from Wellington, uh, Miss Gaylene Hughes. Hi, Gaylene, and welcome on board. Great to be talking. To you. Thank you, Gary. It's lovely to be here, actually. And may I say, it's a stunning day here in Wellington as well. Isn't it's it never over? a stunning day in Wellington. Come on, Gaylene, it's probably yeah. blowing a gale. It's not. It's about to. It's about to, and it's something to look forward to. <laughs> Fair enough. Hey, Gaylene, so tell us something about yourself. You've been you've been running JDI. You've been doing what you do for a little while now. In fact, I think we met a few years ago when I was in the financial software business, and you were you were just doing the accounting number stuff. Am I right? Is that, is that have I got them the right 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 place? We did we, we did meet prior to my becoming a a, um, a business coach, and um, prior to you becoming a business coach, yeah. So my background actually as an accountant, absolutely, but somewhere along the line, the way I decided it wasn't for me. Numbers are, are, are very, very important, absolutely, even as a business coach, because numbers don't lie. But for me, I wanted to grow the business to, to support the teams, to grow leaders and managers, and and coaching suited me far better than being pure accountant. Yeah. And besides, I'm married to one, so if I need to, you know, refer to some some um, an accounting guru. I have missed a few. And and uh, your lovely husband Terry is is indeed a wonderful man. It is interesting, Gailing. Um, unusual to find an accountant, two accountants with personalities. I'll just throw that in there now, just as a starter. <laughs> Don't say it too loudly, though. No, no. Hey, Gailing, you're in Wellington, so uh, you know it's uh, we're four or five, five or six months down the track now from the start of this. Um, this COVID fiasco uh, things. So what's what's going on in Wellington? What's uh, what's going on uh, for the business community down there, Gailene? Yeah, you're right. COVID-19 has, has been a, but the year's been an unusual one. Um, and it's been a bit of an eye-opener, actually. Um, many of my clients are doing really, really well, which is brilliant. Uh, um, others I see out in the community aren't doing as well. It's, re it's really dependent on your attitude and, and where your business sits in the market. 
And for some, COVID-19 has been an opportunity. And for others, I, I keep saying, what if COVID was just the practice run? What happens if this, this something's going to happen again? And we have to be nimble. So, um, yeah, it, it, it's been an unusual year. You mentioned that really great word about business owners, and I support, you know, about how business owners, their businesses reflect their attitude, if, if that makes sense. So let's, let, let's dive into that a little bit. Um, a couple of examples of great attitudes and great results, or maybe poor attitudes and poor results, if that makes sense. What's your experience there, Galen? Yeah, it's, it's mental thinking is, is really around important. And actually, I've just come from a, um, a workshop with, a, with um, the coach of the and he was drawing the parallel between sport um, and business and, and leadership. And he, he said, too, mental attitude, the way you think is really, really important. And they, they have a rule that you have to let things slide off you rather than taking them. Because in sport, the hurricanes, rugby, everything, you know, they, they, it's a numbers game, it's a statistics game, and, and they review everything. Everything that happens on the field on a Monday morning, they go back in and, and review what's happened. And if and, and it's quite brutal, they have crazy conversations almost on an ongoing basis. And and if you take some of what, what what's out there personally, then that then that's gonna impact on your thinking. Um your and, and ultimately your success. So it's very, very important that you have some way of clearing stuff and, and just moving on, not taking things personally. Yeah, a little while ago, I had a did a podcast with a Jamie Ford who runs Resilience, the Resilience Institute, and he gave me a three a three letter acronym about exactly that. And I'll share that with, this with you, Galen, because it was well worth it. The acronym was PEP. And the first P, he said, whenever you're in a bad situation, think COVID, think financial, think relationship. He said, it's not permanent. The bottom line is there will be change, there will be growth, there will be something happen. It's not permanent. Mm. And you've got to remember that, that tomorrow the sun will come up, you know, and your wife will still love you in the morning or your husband will still love you in the morning. Your sons, if they're teenagers like mine, won't, but that's okay. It's not permanent. And the second one is E. It's simply not everything. That is... You know, even if something really bad happens, you've still got friends or, or, or you've still got your car, you've still got your health, you've still got the, you know, your, 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 your stuff around you. Mm. And the last thing is specifically about, you know, what's happening at the moment. It's not personal. The fact is that, you know, COVID didn't pick you because you're five foot eight and 100 kgs or, five, or, or male, female, uh, you know, tall, skinny. So, and that's a really good um, thing. I've been working with all my clients and they're going, hey, hang on. You can be as not depressed, but as down and have a bad attitude about it. But it's the business owners that keep going forward, mm -hmm. keep making decisions, keep investing of themselves, you know, if that makes sense. So, you know, Gaylene, um, obviously um, our, our listeners would have picked up, you're a girl and I'm a guy, um, and um, if that makes sense. So do you think it's been, I don't know if this is, a, this is one of those questions you're probably not meant to ask, but do you think it's been more difficult uh, from a good, from a lady's point of view, you know, in the female area than in the male area? Do you think, the, I don't even know how to ask that question, but do you think because, you know, we, we, we are a little bit gender based, do you think, do you think it's been more difficult as, as a female or as a, as a lady in this environment? I'm not a bloke. <laughs> <laughs> right back at you. Um, it's, it's interesting and uh, I think we can talk in um, generalisations here. 
in the past, the woman has um, often been the, the person who is the main uh, caregiver of the family and are responsible for picking up them and dropping off children. Potentially, they're running a business. Obviously, they've got a partner who may have been staying home during that lockdown period. And, and um, quite suddenly, you may have been running a, an office from the back room, and now your partner is also um, has invaded that space too. So, so a woman wears many hats anyway, um, and and potentially they were the ones who were doing the homeschooling over that time. So there's, there's been a, a great deal um, of um, pressure, added pressure, put on during this, this period. However, as you said before, it's, it's about our attitude. It's about how we, is it an opportunity or is it a, a pain in the neck? Is it an opportunity or is it an adverse thing? The, uh, the ultimate is, COVID happened, the ultimate thing is there's a fact. COVID has happened, it's a fact, and we either make it a positive or we make it a negative. You know, and, and it can be the worst thing that's ever happened to some, and for some it is. They they have they've lost their job. Um and and or it can be the best thing because it makes you realise you're not happy in the job you're doing anyway, or you're not happy with your business, or or you can do something about it. So it's it's just how how we deal with stuff. So I actually like the tip. Is it feminine? Is it everything? Don't take it personally. Yeah, and, and it's all the plan. It's something that you can do for. In my little world working with business owners during the COVID, I found exactly that, um, Gaylene. That is that, you know, you had the business owner, male or female, working at home with his kids, you know, and his partner or not. Mm -hmm. um, and then you might have someone who's working at home and his, his or her partner is an essential worker. So they're still going to work. But in the home base, you've got uh, one of them there trying to work from home with three kids, and they've and the internet they've got a they don't have fiber, and then so they're online trying to do their work, but the kids are on the PlayStation or someone's on their device, and then the the internet buffers and all of this BS happens, you know, yeah. and then the crap hits the fan, you know, and 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 the stress levels are huge. And what you just said is 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 how I've been is, is I agree with absolutely. It's either. An opportunity or it's not and by the way there's no gray for me I'm sorry as you know I don't do I don't do the gray so damn well but you know if you see it as an opportunity then everything you do around that will 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 be will be um will be will be a good thing now I'd like to throw another word at that word opportunity how what do you think of this one Gaylene if you think of it as an opportunity what about if you think of it as an adventure yeah so you're working from home You've got your two or three kids at home and um, your, your partner's gone to work, so you're home alone, your internet's all over the place. So what about if it's an adventure? What about if you did something like got hold of your boss and went, I can't do this for from this and this and this, I'm gonna take my kids for a walk and do this. If it's an adventure, then you remove all those barriers. Let's just put on our, our, our budgie smugglers, bug, yeah, budgie smuggler um, togs and go for a run down the beach with the kids for an hour at 10 o'clock. And then you can say to the kids, you guys have to read books. It, it, most interesting, my 10-year-old daughter discovered over lockdown the love of reading. Mm, oh, yeah. Now, now he, I'll share this. She's just finished reading. She She's read a book called The Wizard of Oz. She's just finished reading Pollyanna. And she's now reading, um, uh, what's the, um, Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> now, 
she's nine and they were all written 150 years ago but she sits there and wait for this there's no screen she reads she's 10 nine she's 10 she reads these books and that all came about because of my work she'd be running right around me and i'd go look i've got to do this and you run out of you don't want them on the screen all the time. So I like the word, instead of, you know, you use the word opportunity, I, I tell my clients, let's think of it as an adventure. Mm -hmm. And why I say that is that when you go to Hawaii for a holiday, you have an opportunity to have good fun, but you know me well enough to know I'd rather have a bit of an adventure. Let's, you know, let's go and make it work differently. Okay, so what do you reckon the next three to six months is going to bring in the business community in your area or in New Zealand, Galing? Well, we're going to be seeing the um, the end of the, the wage subsidy, and for some that's been a lifesaver. And um, so now it's about resilience. It's about whether people have, have been flexible, whether they've observed um, what their clients are wanting, what the market's wanting, um, and 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 pivoting. You know, that's the, that's been the key word over this period. It's probably been working out, okay, if, if I am in hospitality and um, am I going to have, have, have drive, drive um, am I going to make deliveries? Um, working with the gym at the moment, they hired out a lot of their exercise bikes, their swift balls, etc. So it's, it's, it's moving, it's working out, well, what can we still do? What are we, who are our ideal clients? Who's, still, who's prepared to pay? What are we doing to fulfill our pipelines? So it's, it's looking at the market, talking with our clients, talking with our team, what's working, what's not, reducing costs where you can. Um, for some, it is a chance to restructure in a positive way. Um, so potentially there's going to be lots of changes out there. Yeah, and I think um, I hate the word pivoting. It's because it's been, you know, <laughs> uh, what was on on about uh, March the twenty seventh. No one had ever seen it, but then about March the 29th, it's the word. Um, yeah, and it's quite interesting. Once again, the first thing you said, Galen, was around attitude. You know, if the client's prepared to, I'm going to say, have a go, have an adventure. Look, let's do this. Mm -hmm. The interesting thing is, what I found, and I seek your your comment, um, is that business owners. Um, you know the 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 the, the unknown went to um, worry, which went to negativity. When you were speaking to a business owner about doing something, they'd be sitting there going, "Oh no, no, no!" And the hardest job wasn't actually to get them um, to 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 do it, but was to make the decision to do it. Would you would you agree, or do you think that that's not right? Yeah, no. Oftentimes people just overthink stuff and they go over things and they worry. What what could happen here? What could happen there? And um, if they just made that decision. But ultimately, I think what's really, really important and why some of, um, some, if not most of my clients are flying, is that they've been talking with their teams right throughout COVID. They were on Zoom calls with one another or teams asking for their teams um, suggestions and um, taking on board what they were saying. So not making those decisions necessarily by themselves, but involving their teams and getting some real, you can't do everything yourself as a business owner. That's part of leadership, it's understanding that you're, the people that you employ, or the people that you network with, the ones in your community, if you haven't got teams, is um, they've got an opinion and potentially it's that you listen to what they've got to say too, because sometimes you've got blind spots and it's, it's good to know what others are thinking, what others are seeing. 
Okay. Yeah, no, that, that makes sense. And, and the feeling of loneliness uh, mm -hmm. for a business owner is a major problem because, you know, um, as, as you say, uh, uh, during the COVID time, you probably, like me, ran workshops or, or Zoom sessions for business um, huddles and all that. And I think the best thing about that was business owners found that everybody thought exactly that everyone had the same crap. That is, the doors are closed, there is no cash, um, you know, if that makes sense. So, you know, we've got an election in, what, a, three weeks or something now, haven't we? So, you know, and, and, and they've got and COVID. So if going forward, do you think, um, you, you, you're in Wellington, so you must know, because everyone in Wellington knows what's going on in the government. You know, do you think there'll be there'll be more support for the small business sector, Gaylene, or do you think you know what we've had is what there? And I know you you're not a politician, but uh, but I'm going to ask you because you are in Wellington. You know, do you think they will come out with more support for the small business community? That, that there is no choice. We have to. Um, there's a lot of talk about recession. There's a lot, of, and, and it's it's so negative. And if you buy into the thought that there's going to be a recession. And you worry, and you worry, then it's that mindset and becomes a spiral. So regardless of what happens, we've got to take ownership for our own businesses, our own teams, our own market, our own clients, and, can, and, and develop a plan if we haven't got one already, that we can work. Um, we work that plan, we have some goals, and um, take action. And, um, and ideally, the government will be behind us with, with some, some level of support, some level of initiative. Um, not just throwing money at them. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think I think I agree. I mean, you know, the small business community is over, you know, fifty percent, sixty odd percent of the of the economy, um, and we're the ones who make the decisions about, you know, employing people. If that makes sense, so they're going to have to. So, Gaylene, going back to um, what you said earlier, um, you know, how can how can a business owner who's feeling uh, trapped feeling battered how can they change how can they do something or what can they do to go oh, okay crap i need to how do they change what they're thinking how do they how do they move through that well dearly they're working with you and me yeah. um, i'll take that i'll take that yeah, i'll take absolutely. that um again if you start oftentimes it's seeking perspective from outside where you are and it's it's resetting your dreams working out long term what is it we want to have? What sort of business do we want? Um, but acknowledging that you are stuck and, and being aware in the first place or that you're, you're seeking some, some new ideas. So having that external person help you to come up with um, the longer term goals, what those dreams are, within the environment that you're working in, absolutely. And um, then setting some shorter term goals. Now this is ideally where if you've got a team, you can talk to that team, ask them what their long-term vision is for the company, ask them if they can see um, a career path through the business, ask them what's working, what's not. If they were the business owner, what changes would they make to the business? Would they think they're part of a team? So I guess it's understanding you're not alone, or if you are, it's your choice. And, and so again, that's the fact, the fact that you're not alone. Is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? We choose. And ideally, it's about team together. Everyone achieves more. And when we're very lucky, together, everyone achieves magic. And and I look for magic with my teams and the businesses that um, I work with. And I'm sure you do the same on so, I like that together, everyone achieves magic. I'll, I'll add something to that. What I've been working really hard with my uh, clients on, um, Gaylene, 
is really, 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 really small incremental um, changes or thoughts. So instead of going, what are we going to do in the next year, next two years, three years, five years? What's our big strategic plan? What are we doing today and this week to be in a different place to be continually going forward? Um, I'm reminded of a story I read. Uh, a, a mate of mine who was on the fringe of the All Blacks, and I don't say that to name drop, but he got injured, so mm. he hurt his knee, so he couldn't um, couldn't run for three or four months. But mm. that didn't mean he didn't go to the gym. He went to the gym and worked his upper body, and he worked his neck muscles, and 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 he worked the leg he could work, etc. So the fact, you know, I've got a couple of clients that are in the hospitality and venue, um, and their business has stopped, gone, stopped. Mm -hmm. But what we've been working on is on a, is their website, their marketing plans, their, their, their menus, uh, the stuff we can. And, and instead of being like I would normally go, okay, well, let's get this done in a month and see what we're going, okay, this week, let's do these two things. Uh, I, I use the term Lego blocks. You know, let's, let's build the little Lego blocks into a wall because going back to permanent everything and personal, it's not permanent. Mm -hmm. You know, in the next one week, one month, one year, people will book bars again people will have weddings so let's think of what are the lego blocks the lego blocks for the wedding uh the, the 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 music the venue the food what are the lego blocks for the food the menu the stock you know all that sort of thing so let's deal with what but mm. i've found that instead of going macro to go very micro and go and go deep so that because if, if the headspace is working with good shit stuff then the headspace isn't worrying about the other stuff. Does, does that make sense? Absolutely. You work on the stuff you can control and leave aside, put aside the stuff that you can't control. So it's working out, well, what, can, what difference, what things can I do at the moment? What can you do together? And, and then um, just come back to um, a, a workshop I ran with a team of nine during COVID. They came up with some really great ideas that they wanted to focus on. And they then formed three um, small, small teams, um, um, small groups that could work on taking little bite-sized steps in each of those areas so they could begin moving forward. And that's pretty great. Along the way, they actually designed, as a team thing, their own masks as well. They had a competition. And out of um, Wellington, we're at level one now, so we're, we're not in lockdown anymore. But they, they wear their masks. Still as, a, as a team exercise, they had them actually made up for winners. So focusing on what we can do rather than what we can't influence. And it's the same with our thinking. If we're worrying about something we can't control, what's the point? I agree. And and the other thing I did, and see what you think of this, is I um, I gave all of my clients this as a, as a little bit of a question and, and said, you you know, you'd know like I do, whenever you try and get a client to do some training or do some change or do that, the first thing they say to you is, we don't have time, you know, and now you look them straight in the eye and go, we've got plenty of damn time now because this, so let's, so I started with this question, see what you think of this question for a business owner, Galen, and if you're listening to this, if, how you'd take this question on board. I want you to imagine that your business is just burnt to the ground. It's burnt to the ground. And you have the opportunity to restart your business from the ground up. There are no rules. The only rule is you're building the same sort of business. You know, like if you're an electrician, you're building an electrical business. If you're okay, so so think about how you would rebuild your business from the ground up, and you have no constraints. There's no premises. There's no staff. There's no IT. There's no anything. What would you do? 
was a really, really interesting exercise for all of my clients. The number, you know, well, we wouldn't have this part of the business. We wouldn't have this. We wouldn't do this. We would do this. We'd have this different. And you sit there going, so maybe we should be talking about that. You know, how do we, how do we get to that? Oh, well, you know, so what do you think of that as a start point? Very, very invaluable. And in accounting firms, um, oftentimes you have a budget and you keep on um, building on that budget. The zero-based budget is where you go back to ground zero. And then, you know, yes, you do have to pay your rent if you're, if you're but you know, some businesses are actually assessing whether they need to have actually landlocked property anymore or whether they can have um, be, be more flexible. So what are the options? If it's a zero-based, if, it, as you say, the, the business is burnt to the ground, what do you need in order to, to operate your business? Yeah, what don't you need? What, what can you eliminate? Mm. Very valid, very valid. Mm -hmm. and, and the time one, no excuses. You know, we have got time, it's just what we choose to do at that time. And the most interesting thing I found was during the lockdown, the team members, the staff members um, who came on board and want to be part of it, they're the people you want to support, the people you want to, you know, you want to have on board. Did you have any clients who had staff that sort of just took it as a holiday, Galen, or how, how was that for you? One or two did, um, disappointingly, but most, most again had um, either um, Teams or, or Zoom, and they took the opportunity to get to know their staff even better, um, and, and, and met in a daily huddle, if you like, on um, first thing in, in the in the morning, and then last thing during the, you know before close off at the end of the day. So they they've done calling at least twice during the day with with their staff, which is really valid. Um, I think it was Patrick Lencioni who wrote the book um, Three Signs of Miserable Job. And one of those um, was three, yeah, three signs of miserable job, irrelevant. But haha, good man. Yes, he's, he's just, you, you can't see this, um, listeners, but he's just shown me the book. Awesome book. People don't think their job relevant. It's not, um, they think it's, um, they can't see the relevance of their job. There's also a measurement, I can't measure my performance know how am I doing and then the other one is anonymity. My boss doesn't actually know terribly much about me or my family. They don't give a toss. I I'd feel quite miserable if I had those signs that um were showing up in my job as well. So it was an opportunity for leaders to um, bosses to get to know their their teams even more. That was awesome. I agree. I'd, I'd, I'd like to have one last subject. I introduced to all of my clients this next concept, and once again, because you've been, you know, stuff, and and I'll ask you and listeners what they think of this as a concept. I asked all of my clients to define for me as succinctly. By the way, that means as tidily as they can what their canary in the cage was for their business. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they all looked at me and all of them actually went, Whoa, what, what the hell do you mean, canary in the cage? Mm -hmm. And I went, let's go back 100 years, actually, to not too far along. The coal miners used to take a canary down, down the coal mines in a, um, in a cage. And the reason they took the canary down the coal mine was the canary's heart and the canary's lungs beat, you know, phenomenally fast. And, of course, then they'd watch and the canary would be chirping and carrying on and carrying on. And then if the canary got... A little bit slower and all that they'd look and go oh holy crap the, the oxygen isn't so good down here and then when the canary fell off the perch on the ground 
the coal miners got out of the mine, okay? So here's a question for you. What's the canary in your business? What gives you the warning that something is not right? Now there's two or three stages. There's the first stage where the canary is singing and we all know what's going on. Then there's the second stage where the canary is a little bit slower. Then the canary is off the cage and you're running out of the mine. In most businesses that I work with, they would say, oh, the canary in the mine is the sales funnel. If you've got, I'm going to use a, big, a number, a million dollars in the sales funnel, then that's $100,000 worth of work. So if the million dollars drops to $100,000, you've only got $10,000 worth of work. Oh, holy crap. So I found with my businesses, we actually went past that. We actually managed to find out that the canary in the mind, wait for this, in one business, was the phone calls that the reps made from the office. So, so we went and spent a few thousand dollars and actually got this reporting software that, guess what, every day pumps out this little spreadsheet that says we did this. So how does that sound like a question for you? So what is, and it's a really neat, it's a, it's a good mind, mind picture, you know, what is the canary in your business? What do you look at to know, hey, holy heck, how, give me some feedback on that. Do you like that vernacular or how does that sound to you? It's, it's an absolute must. Um, there's a formula for and part of that formula is that you review and you reset. In other words, you look at the canary, you look at whether he's singing, whether his heartbeat's rating, or whether the, the guys are making the calls, whether the, phone, the phones are ringing off the hook, or how many, um, how many jobs are being processed through the factory or whatever. So we, we sometimes get so busy and it comes back to the, um, the excuse that the business owner is saying, oh, I'm too busy, I haven't got time to to look at my canary and then lo and behold, oh shit, it's, 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 it's there, it's sitting dead there in the cage, you know, too late, you know, the canary's, the horse is bolted, the canary's locked dead. So the, every business, as I said, it's right at the very start, the numbers don't lie. Are we making those calls? Have we got the sales coming through the funnels? We have to, on a regular basis, whether it be daily, it might be weekly, it might be monthly, it might be quarterly. What are the numbers? What are the stats? What are the, you know, what, what's our dashboard telling us? Is my car full of petrol? You know, you're not going to go for a great big um, trip without checking the, the tyres. Are they full up? Are they, um, is there petrol? Is my oil changed? There's certain things that you need to be checking regularly within the business so that you know the, 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 um, the business is moving successfully. Yeah. So total, total agreement, got to review those numbers, review that dashboard, review the query, review your workers, what they're thinking on a regular basis, review the clients, get some feedback, review and then reset. Absolutely not. Yeah. Review and reset. You're a star. Gaylene, I've taken a lot of your time. Now, because you've got far more skill than I have in just about every area, how can people, if they want to talk to you, what your your web your website is jdi.co.nz? jdicoach.co.nz jdicoach.co.nz yep yep jdi stands for just do it my number plate jdi now just do it now <laughs> i say that so often in my business just do it just give it a you know just give it a shot you know yeah so yeah i'd love to hear from people our ideal is that we fast track growth in life and business that's our track line it's what we're all about. Mm -hmm. You work by referral only.
Yep, it's a um, it's a most interesting um, time. Um, as I say, Gailene, we've taken lots of your time. I really appreciate your, your your knowledge, your expertise, and all that sort of thing. So anyone in, in, anyone out there who's listening who wants to speak to someone who just knows stuff about business, knows stuff about reviewing, and and resetting your business, knows stuff about the Lego blocks that have to be done in your business. It doesn't matter if it, whether you're in Wellington, Taumanui, Timbuktu, or Botswana. If you want to talk to one of the top business coaches in the world, you get hold of Gaylene at jdicoach.co.nz. And I, I tell you now, she's outstanding. So, Gaylene, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom and your knowledge. Final comment from you, um, young Gaylene Hughes. Well, I'm going to use a quote, actually. Um, Dame and his erotic, who... Um founded the body shop she said to succeed you must believe in something with such a passion that it becomes a reality yeah truly believe that if you're not enjoying what you're doing get out <laughs> otherwise do something about it to succeed you must believe in something with such a passion that it becomes a reality so know what it is what is it you're wanting and, and go for it just with it outstanding just believe in it and just do it hey that's that website jdicoach.co.nz ladies and gentlemen this has been Kerry Wood the business maestro Auckland Centre of Business Excellence we've had Gaylene Hughes from JDI Coaching in Wellington as a guest what a phenomenal 30 minutes I hope you've enjoyed it and I know you've learned a lot and if you want to come back to me at uh, Kerry at ACBE or Gaylene at jdicoach.co.nz we'd love to hear from you and love to share more with you remember believe in it make it your reality and it'll be a great time thank you very much for listening if you took something away from this podcast or if you know someone that is on their business journey who will find this really valuable be sure to share this wealth of knowledge with them and don't forget to subscribe however you're listening to this and if you're a business owner who needs a bit of oomph, join the Business Ensemble on Facebook and continue today's conversation.